Hi, welcome to Exploring Legion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega. I'm here with my special guest, Nick Vale. Nick, great to see you again. Okay, this is episode number 175. Okay, we've been at this like since um, November of 2010. Um, free Will, how overcoming the belief creates a better world. The idea behind this show is that like, you know, this... This topic of free will is not inconsequential. You know, it's relatively inconsequential when people believed the world was flat. It was relatively inconsequential when people believed that, that the sun revolved around us. This is nothing like this. You know, it, it matters to us at a profound level, both socially and globally, that we get this right. And that would, that's what this show is about. Before we get into it, Nick, explain to the audience what do people... What is not what do people mean when they say they have a free will? What is the free will debate historically about? You know, and then you might want to get into like what the difference is. The free will debate is really basically about is your life, uh, honestly, is your life up to you? Could you have done otherwise? Are you ultimately morally responsible for your life and your actions and your words? Excellent. And your consciousness. So it's not, it's not about whether we have political freedom. It's not whether like we feel free. Some people will say, well, yeah, I have a free will if I feel like I have a free will. No, like the, the earth is not flat if you feel the earth is flat. Okay. So like there's a, there's a difference between feeling and reality sometimes. Um, okay. And so like, all right, ordinarily we get into why the show is important, but this entire show is about that. So like Nick, start us out. Why, how can like our world overcoming the illusion of free will lead to a much better world? Okay, well, first of all, you know what the uh, butterfly effect is. Have you ever heard that term? Like, uh, you know, the slightest difference of a tiny little, what is it, a bird it flaps its wing on one side of the world and causes a typhoon on the other? Absolutely. Or like uh, in, a, in a big system like a hurricane, if you a tiny little thing at the beginning could mushroom out into, you know, ripple out and make it like a, a much more chaotic thing, right? So on this tiniest little level, this may seem insignificant. Like, well, why does it matter if we have, if people, if we have free will and people don't believe in it or, we, or vice versa? You don't want to have like a butterfly effect where you have 90% of the world, you know, having the wrong consciousness. So we believe on the smallest level, if you just change that belief that there is no free will to you know, from there is free will to there isn't free will, huge changes could uh, mushroom or ripple out, such as uh, a more compassionate, kinder world with less homicide, less suicide, less violence, less revenge. It just ripples out to all kinds of emotional things that people in relationships to other people will feel. All right, excellent. And we got to explain in detail how that works. In other words, like with the free will belief People believe, well, that person of their own free will did something that's wrong, so they're like they're immoral and they deserve to be punished. They're, we're going to feel vengeance toward them. Let's let's present a scenario. You're in a restaurant, okay, with somebody, and you see like somebody putting like this something in somebody's drink, right? And this person you you're with is drink, right? All of a sudden, after that. It's some kind of an agent that makes the person start becoming hostile and, mm -hmm. and like offensive. All right. All right. Right. Now you've seen this. You've seen the person putting that and the person didn't see it. Right. You know, whatever. So like, 
Wow, how would that's you, fascinating. Yeah. How would you react toward this person who's, who's, you know, whose drink has just been spiked, whatever, with this agent that causes them to, feel, to be very offensive? In a way, I would feel sorry for them, try to help them, uh, realize that nothing they're doing is under their control, and try to be compassionate, kind of help them, you know, get, get rid of the, the effects of this drug. That's brilliant. I never heard you say that. Thank you. And now you're going to say, assume you're in the restaurant and this person just starts acting, you're right there. starts beating up the waiter. <laughs> you're going to be furious. Exactly. Saying he's a jerk, he's an asshole, you know, I don't know. He should be in jail. He's this, that, the other thing. He needs to be put away. How could, he's ruining my time in the restaurant. Uh, I'm going to sue him. I'm going to punish him. But if you know the drink was spiked causing him to act that way, it's a completely different mindset. Excellent. That's brilliant. Thank you. All right, let's, let's I mean, go through it again. I knew you starting this movement was brilliant. To be, now you really proved it. Let's go through it again. Yeah, that again. was like a make-believe make example. How about a real-world example? Somebody has Tourette's syndrome, okay? And, like, you know it. Tourette's syndrome is a syndrome where, like, people start just, like, shouting obscenities. You know, they just start, you know, whatever. So, like, you're in a restaurant with somebody you know has Tourette's syndrome, and they start doing that. How are you going to react? With compassion and kindness. I'm not going to be that upset. I'm going to try to get them to maybe be removed because I want a quiet atmosphere, but I'm not going to be mad at them. Exactly. All right. And again, but, I, like... but I have an example that other people might actually relate to because it's more hurtful. Okay. Say you're married to the love of your life, and you come home one night, and she's in bed with another man, but... Uh, it comes out later that the drink was spiked and she didn't know what was going on. She still cheated on you, and it, it's more personal, but how would you respond to that? All right, here's the thing. So, like, you know, if if you knew that the if the, um, the, her drink was, was spiked... She was right, unconscious, whatever, yeah. Right, if, if, then, like, there's no way that you can morally, rationally blame her or hold her accountable. In other words, like, she was, like, completely innocent. She goes to a restaurant, right, somebody spikes her drink, and that, that leads her, like, to, like, you know, hook up with somebody and, like, commit adultery. Okay, I thought of a better one. Say you're hit by a car and you broke your legs and you lost a lot of, you know, you got really badly injured and you found out that the guy driving the other car was, the drink was spiked unbeknownst to him, then what do you do? Again, still, you know, the, all right, the, the, the essence of this is like in that case, you're still not going to blame him because you're still going to know that it wasn't his fault. But what you're going to do is like, in other words, like, Understanding that we don't don't have a free will transfers our blame and our anger on our reaction from this mistaken agent, this person who absolutely had nothing to do with what they were doing, to this nebulous like cause and effect, the universe, God, however we want to define it. But the car example is the best example of the few that we just gave because you're actually injured here. Your car has twenty thousand dollars of damage. You've lost your legs. There's bang, there's noise. In it. No, whatever. Um, <laughs> I think that in this case, you would still have to sue the other person because he's accountable but not responsible on any deep level. You want your money back. You want compensation for the loss of your legs. And you're now mad at the universe. But the car thing, unlike the wife and the guy in the restaurant, is now actually really affected you. It's a little different. You have, You can't just say, well, he's not responsible or accountable. I'm just going to go on with my life. You've been severely injured. You, now your whole life has been altered. You've lost your legs. You can't work. You can't make money. Your car's injured. 
uh, you have damages. I think you still have to go about it pragmatically. Well, Even yes. if it's dr spike, uh, drink was spiked, the other right. guy. Yeah, but think about it. If the, the, the person was completely innocent, he didn't know the drink was spiked and all, then, and if the judge was aware of that situation or the jury, there's no way the judge or the jury is going to blame that person also. Now, fortunately, like in, in yeah, this Yeah, but you still got to get insurance to pay. He's still, he's still well, accountable, accountable. Right, but here's the thing. Like, in, in, in our country, we have this no-fault insurance thing. You know, it doesn't matter who's, whose fault it is, whatever, that the insurance companies pay, whatever. But, but uh, I, I'm not sure how it works um, in but you being the victim of this, you're not going to just say, oh, he's not, you know, he doesn't have free will. His drink was spiked. I'm going to let him. You're going to take action to get your money back, to well, get your life together. But think about it. Like, would it be fair? Like, in other words, let's say you were asking, would it be fair to ask the judge or the, the jury to make the person pay out of their pocket for something that wasn't in their, their fault at all? No, but you're saying you would pursue legal debt. You would pursue legal, legal remedy to this. You wouldn't just let it. You wouldn't just say he didn't have a free will, all is forgiven. You would still say someone has to be, the universe did this to me. The universe has to be accountable. That's through the insurance company to, to fix my car and give me the medical help that I need to get my leg, you know, to get prosthetics or whatever. Right. So yeah. in that case, in that case, like, for example, you can't sue the universe, right? Right. But like, so like, in other words, like. But you wouldn't be angry at the driver. You'd be angry at the universe. Right. Or, or if you, if you can find the guy who spiked the drink, that's the person, whatever. Right. True. But not really, because he could say my causal history uh, caused me to s spike the drink. I don't have free will either. No, well, the guy who spiked the drink. Well, that's right. But that's we're explaining why you know why it's you know the, this no free will perspective is different. So, like in other words, like yeah, with, no. But I'm saying you would not just not do nothing. Right. You got if you're injured in the car, you would you would take action. Right, right. Right, okay. So how would go ahead? All right, so now you you've made this complicated in a good way. So like with with the person whose drink has been spiked. Uh, like, like I can't blame that person. I don't even know who it is. <laughs> Keith, what's that? So that's all right. That's all right. There's like a buzzsaw going off. That's all right. But nobody's listening. Anyways, so like, um, what? Um, all right. So oh, it's upstairs. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, because they're they're doing it's some like drilling or something. Yeah. Right. Go all ahead. Right. Let. There's so like all right. There's two conditions here. There's different, and you gotta like tease out the the salient facts about this. One, the person's completely innocent. And there's nothing that they could have done about it. And there's nothing that they can do in the future in terms of like, you know, um, kind of like reforming themselves or something. In other words, they were completely innocent. They didn't do anything wrong to begin with. Whereas like the person who spiked the drink, then you could more rationally, more legalistically sue that person because, you know, even though we don't have a free will, we're hardwired to respond to reward and punishment. In other words, like, we need our, our laws and our... And, uh, so you're saying the person who spiked the drink is accountable, but not really f morally, fundamentally responsible. They're pragmatically responsible and accountable, but not in any deeper, true sense. Excellent, excellent. All right. All right, so now I... I so how would that make a better world? Yeah, All right, so I help you get... All right, so like, now let's translate this. So you've got the principle of, like, you can't really logically blame someone who's like, whose drink has been spiked, who's, you know, who, who has like Tourette syndrome or something that is not in their control, all right? Now, apply this principle to everyone. You can't really blame anyone for anything because we don't have a free will. Let's apply it to like more, in other words, like our best friend just all of a sudden like does something that we consider really, really wrong and we believe in free will. What, what, what are we going to do in that circumstance? 
Actually, I think the people might appreciate a really concrete example of the ISIS terrorists that behead Americans on YouTube. Okay, perfect. So you're saying that the world would be better because we wouldn't hate – I mean, right now, if you speak to someone on the street, they hate these people. They want Obama to go there and nuke the whole country, which will obviously kill women, children who have nothing to do with this. So you're advocating a better world by, by not doing revenge and retribution – blaming them pragmatically but not to the severe maybe talk with them well here's the thing like if we're being attacked by a terrorist group by a company country or something i mean there's this principle of self-defense that applies whether people have free will or not and if somebody's coming after you it doesn't matter whether they have free will you have a right to defend yourself but in this isis example you make a great point in other words like People are filled with hatred and feelings of vengeance to the extent that they would want to nuke this country and kill a lot of innocent well, people. Well, they have the free will belief because they're beheading us because of something we've done to them. You know, they have a whole list of grievances that we've done that we could have done otherwise. And it's, it's escalating and getting worse and worse. So I don't know what, you know, like you said, the pleasure principle is in effect, which we have no choice but to feel best about ourselves, which is to go back there. We're so furious. But I'm wondering if the free will belief isn't really a small part of this as it escalates with each side blaming the other for doing these horrific, horrible things. Somewhere someone has to say enough is enough. Let's let's talk about this. I think that's a brilliant point. So they will make like, a better world. Right. In other words, this free will issue doesn't just apply to how we're responding to ISIS. It probably fundamentally, profoundly explains why and how they responded they did what they did they're holding they believe that we have a free will and that that fuels their anger and their rage toward us okay so the premise here is the no free will belief will make a better world and there's more talking involved more compassion less violence less other hatred less suicide less self-hatred and just, uh, first of all, even, okay, let me just throw that, even if nothing changed, even if maybe, I don't know how it could be worse, but the, the free will belief has had many, many thousands of years now, 2,000 years to, to try to work. It's clearly not working. So say we did the no free will belief for the next 2,000 years and it came out the same. Wouldn't it be better to live in the truth? Absolutely. Well, so, so yeah, even if there yeah, is, absolutely. okay. So, but we're theorizing that we're banking and betting that the no free will belief couldn't be any worse than what we have now, because what we have now certainly doesn't work. If you got people beheading people on YouTube, this thing isn't working. I, I hear mean, you. We, can't, we can't, how could you do worse? I know. <laughs> I know, especially like just very quickly, like I'm not, I explained it in the last episode. This free will belief is causing climate change denial. People are denying that we're causing climate change because, like, scientists are telling them you, and they believe we of our free will are destroying the future of the planet. People can't handle it. They go into, they start feeling guilty. They can't handle the guilt, so they deny it. Now, the point here is that, like, you, you don't go into, you don't feel guilty over something you don't feel responsible for. All right, so like if people didn't res feel responsible for climate change, they wouldn't feel guilty about it, but they would, you know, therefore they wouldn't deny it and they would understand that like, fine, it's not our fault, but if we care about our kids and our grandkids and future generations, we're going to like address it. Okay, we, we have to do that. But like, Nick, I want to address like, so let's, let's explore this situation where a guy comes home, finds his wife in bed with another guy and like the other guy... And the wife and the guy who comes home, the entire world understands that, that nobody has a free will. How would, how would they, what would happen in that case? 
Well, I have to, I'm going to have to invoke the uh, definition of free will, which is you could have done otherwise. And bringing that into the room, you know, saying that you could have done otherwise, or in this case, you could not have done otherwise, alleviates a lot of the tension of, uh, of the malicious intent model of the universe, which is you come home and you see your wife, you know, if you, if you believe in free will, you believe she's purposely, maliciously intending to hurt you when really she's got her own problems clearly and she had no other choice but to do this, but it wasn't malicious. You know, it's almost like more of an impersonal attack that, versus a personal attack. All right, let's explore this in detail. Well, it's the universe attacking you and I don't think the universe really, you know, gives a rat's ass about you because, you know, so the universe is an impartial, impersonal blob of consciousness which is, is hurting you and, and, and messing up your marriage, but it's not, a, it's not singling you out maliciously like your wife is not going out, you know, she's just doing what she does. All right, but let's let's. But she not, could not have done otherwise. Right. So in other words, like yes, what, what like what Nick is saying is like you would transfer your blame to the universe. But let's let's not deal with that right now. Oh, so okay. Like, all right, like that's exactly what I was saying. By exactly. The way. <laughs> yeah. So, all, all right. right so go like, ahead. So like, let's go back to like, let's say the example is like that, like same scenario, but everybody f believes in free will. Chances are that husband is going to get really, really angry and start yelling at the, 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 the woman and start yelling at the guy. If there's a gun in the house, they could get, a, he could get a gun and maybe start shooting and stuff. Very vengeful, hateful, aggressive stuff would be happening, right? That's the free will. That's the world we live in. That's our world. Well, without free will, there could still be some arguing and yelling. And with free will, there would be guns and no, knives. No, 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 no. It just escalates. No. I, well, I, without free will, there should be a little upsetness. No, well, upsetness. But here's something. Slight, say, you know, not scenario, severe, yeah. Tomorrow, for this scenario, tomorrow, everybody gets to know there's okay, nobody Okay, so now everybody will. gets it. Now, 50 years from tomorrow, tomorrow, not only does everyone get it, but, like, we get it you know, profoundly. It's integrated completely into our consciousness, right? So in that scenario, yes, the person is going to become angry, but there's absolutely no way the person can logically, sanely, rationally become angry at the woman or the guy because everybody understands that everybody's a puppet. No, nothing's up to anyone. There's no... Well, there could be some anger as far as reprimanding and admonishing for the future, like, I'm very upset. Please, that really hurts. Please don't do that again. No, no, there's, there's not. There's, there's got to be operant and classical conditioning going on so it doesn't happen again. I agree. Meanwhile, with you. you're not going to escalate it to severe yelling or uh, violence or physical altercation because all you're really trying to do is tell the person you're, un you're unpleased. Please don't. That really hurts. Please don't do that again. And, you know, she has to feel guilt if she loves you so she doesn't do it again, but not severe toxic guilt where she wants to hurt herself for you or, you know. So there still has to be some emotion. All right. I'm not in favor of what you're saying. There's right. no emotion. The emotion. You see what extent, I'm saying? Yeah, I'm saying that there would be emotion. Okay, good. But the emotion could not in any sense be rationally directed toward the woman or the guy. For now, admonishment me, and reprimand for the next time. No, 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 be. but no, 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 here, let me, let me, hear me out. Okay, it's so like the anger, the emotion would be directed at the universe, at God or whatever you want to call it, right? And even, and we want to absolve the universe also because we can. We can absolve the universe by saying like there's no first cause, that, like time and causality regresses infinitely. So we might, we might be able to eliminate anger completely. I'm serious. But like for this example, so like, so we don't get angry at them, but yeah, we say, listen, honey, I'm um, like, you know, all right, I've got this, like, predetermined need to kind of, like, really 
need to be with a wife that's faithful because like when you're unfaithful i mean i understand it's not your fault but it makes me feel bad so like she then she might say you know i really understand and like you know i'm not sure why this happened and like she'll either say well i can promise you it'll never happen again in which case they go on or she might say well you know like you know, I wish I could promise you that it wouldn't happen again, but like, you know, I haven't been t- too satisfied. You've been coming home late from work. You haven't been paying attention to me. So like I'm seeking out this other guy. Right. Words, like, but so they would be no- negotiating this, whatever, without anger, with, with, with the feeling like, oh my God, we're both victims. Look what the universe is doing to us. So you want to transfer the emotionality from the from the people from the from the from the upset party more to the universe? Yeah, and and then again, but she's people... still pragmatically responsible. For, right. All right. She did not, you know, she's accountable. She has to answer to him. Right. So let's. But she say... may not be. She's not responsible any deep. She's not going to hell and with a pitchfork and a devil's. I mean, an eternity with fire. She's just pragmatically or blamelessly or faultlessly responsible. All right. So he and, has grounds to ask her what's going on right, here. Right. And, and, and he may even have grounds or may think it's the right thing to do to say, listen, honey, like, you know, we understand that we don't have free will, but we also understand that we react to reward and punishment. Right. So like, so I'm going to try this out. Don't, don't take this personally because I know it's not your fault, but like, you know, from now on, I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to like stay in a hotel or something for the next week, you know, and maybe that that will kind of like, you know, serve as a punishment to get you to think of what you've done, whatever, to like, you know, in in other words, like, so that would be valid, but that would be done without any kind of animosity, without any kind of... Actually, the big change will be our vocabulary, because in today's world, if you said to your wife, uh, I understand you were compelled by the entirety of the universe... And uh, uh, you're blamelessly responsible, and I have no choice but to blame the universe and not you. So I'm going to a hotel. And I also have no choice because I'm being compelled by the tiny, tiny universe to divorce you. These are a lot of words that nobody uses, which I think in 50 years from now, when everyone gets it, will be thrown around as normal uh, dialogue and syntax or whatever the you know the the, the vocabulary. You know, the slang of the time, those are the new words. Right, but again, like, it's, it's not just the vocabulary. In other well, words, I like, think it would be a lot of the vocabulary. Absolutely, absolutely. But, but the other part is like they both might be very upset, you know? But instead of like fighting each other, they might even come together to help each other empathizing with each other's upsetness. In other words, like the husband would be upset and, and the woman's going to empathize by, you know, with the husband being upset and, and she's going to be upset and the, the, the man's going to upset. In other words, like, so, like, they will deal with the situation without directing their hostility toward each other. The but emotions. again, that's going to be different words, spoken, different vocabulary, different idiomatic expressions. Like, the universe has had no, uh, the entirety of the universe has compelled this, honey, don't you see? That's like an exp- a new expression that might come out. Right. Something like that. Right. And, and, and dialect. Yes. And another part of Different it is dialect. like is like you know why did you do this to me? How could yeah, that'll, you do that'll this fade to me? away? That's going to change completely to like, honey, we got to figure this out. Why is the universe doing this to us? But fifty years from now, that will look like some words in old English. Like there are words in old English that we don't use anymore. I don't know, like, Blame. like well, oh, no, no. Like I'm saying, like in the 14, 1500, if you look through an English dictionary from England, those are so in 50. They'll, they'll say what you just said. Why did you do this to me? Will be like old English. It won't be used anymore. You're fade completely out. right. That's in, what you're trying to in say. In other words, like nobody's gonna say, you know, as an indictment, as a blaming. Why did you do this to me? 
because that's not going to make any sense. Be, oh, that's old English. That's that's from the fifty. That's, that, that's from the twenty tens. What, what people will be saying is like, why do you think? And this will be much more peaceful without any animosity. Why do you think the universe compelled right. you to do this? Different expressions. You know, so instead be new of like, expressions. so under this free will paradigm, everybody's consumed with anger and blame and and retribution and and like directed anger like so like we move from that paradigm to a paradigm where people like are going to understand they're victims to this fate and trying to figure out why it happened to prevent it from happening or to address it in, in the most you know sane and, and and beneficial way so it'll really be a different vocabulary there'll be like the old expressions with the new just like has been happening I, i'm sure we could find an old English dictionary from England from, you know, with words that you've never, but, you know, people used to speak that way. Exactly. Like, have you ever read Shakespeare? Absolutely. There's all kinds of words that we don't use anymore. I know. So what you're saying, I don't think, I think it'll be more than 50 years from now, maybe 100. It could be 10 years. I mean, you never well, know. If this like... catches on, everyone gets it. And you say, why did you do this to me? That'll be the old English. That'll be like a, uh, that we haven't said that since, you know, say it's 27. We haven't said this since 2015, you know, something like that. No, no. For example, like, we sometimes like we blame people. That word will will be an um, archaic. Mm. That's not going to be used. Like we're not going to blame. We'll be we'll hold people accountable. Like you, you know that's that's very uh, uh, keen point you made before. And the people will still be accountable for what they do. In other words, reward punishment. We'll have our rules and laws, but they they won't be made to feel bad. Yeah, I don't think anyone would ever say you're to blame for this. It would be you're blamelessly responsible. Something like that. You're faultlessly responsible. But you're they're not going to say it with anger. They're saying, "Listen, dude, no, well, you're, you're like, faultlessly accountable." Right? Like, like, like we had, you know, like we. What they're going to say is, "Listen, everybody understands it wasn't up to you, but yes. you know, but we have to protect society. We have to try to recondition you so you don't do it again. So we're going to do this and this and I, you know, we regret we have to do this." But but you can you understand the person who's being indicted is going to understand completely. Then they're going to understand they're like it's like a matter of reason. There's not going to be any hate involved, no no revenge, no animosity. It's going to be so much more of a peaceful world. Right. That's a good point. So it'll be a little bit of a different language. We'll make a better world. And like I started the show saying, the butterfly effect. Even if it's one little word, removing the word blame. Like the like the bird on one side of the world that made flap its wings, started a typhoon. The slightest little difference in consciousness, with just changing one or two words, could have a huge effect on the overall species of the human being of of a better world of of different consciousness. Okay, we've got about a That's minute. That's brilliant. Thank you. One minute left. Okay. One final point is like what will happen is like we will shift from being consumed by and distracted by our emotions, our our you know, our aggressive, hostile feelings toward each other, which is the free will paradigm, to, to what we don't often enough do now, to figuring out why things happen. You know, you know that, that husband and wife, look, why did this happen? A person does something wrong, why did they do something wrong? It's only like when we come to the reasons why people do things, can we really like understand them enough to change them so like we'll we'll move from this like this like you know shoot from the hips mentality you know that doesn't try to understand to like a much more sane and intelligent and compassionate world where we seek understanding for why we do what we do okay thanks for watching watch uh, channel 56 manhattan <laughs>